Hey there, friends and foes. Welcome to Back of the Cereal Box. Come on in, join us in the virtual rec room for a lot of fun this morning. And we do have a lot of fun. We've got two brand new best friends, or some might call them pocket friends, joining us in the virtual rec room. Sean Connors, Melissa Stetcher. We're super excited and we're gonna do that right now. I wasn't dancing. Welcome back to Back of the Cereal Box. This episode, as every episode, is brought to you by Nightrike. It's a story about vampire Nazis in World War II fighting the collected heroes of the Decoverse. It's available for $2.99 on Amazon or wherever books are sold. And it is time to welcome back into the virtual rec room my best friend and yours, the one, the only, the incomparable D Barty. Hey, D. Hi. Where are you? I'm having trouble this morning. <laughs> really? So my light broke. And I'm so gonna... I'm like, what am I going to do? And now I can't get my headphones to work. <sighs> so it's a typical Saturday for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I'm so glad. But what is behind you? Are you sitting on the floor? <laughs> yep. Th that's that's just perfect. And are those fishing rods on the wall behind you? Yes, they are my husband's grandfather's. All right. All right. I can dig it. I can dig it. Well, D. Barty, I am super excited because we have some very special guests joining us for the first time in the virtual rec room. And you are going to fall in love with both of these guests. And I don't think they're going to be guests after today. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they're going to be joining us on a regular basis because our fans will demand it. <laughs> now, before uh, we bring them in, I just want to tell everyone watching that this is interactive. So you guys can comment, post your comments, and we'll address them during the show. Like this one from Sun Lee, who says, hi. Hi, Sun Lee. And um, so you guys can interact with us during the show and be a part of the conversation. That will be Fantastic. That will be awesome. Before we bring in our guests, I do have to mention that we opened up a brand new digital tip jar, DBRT. We're doing something a little bit different. Moving away from Patreon and going to buy me a coffee. Buymeacoffee.com slash cereal box pod because they wouldn't let us use the entire podcast name. So cereal box pod. And fans can buy you a coffee, D. Barty. So the way this works is no monthly commitment. You know, they don't have to subscribe. They just drop a tip in the digital tip jar, but they can specify who it's for. 
and who they're buying a bowl of cereal for or buying a coffee for. So uh, if you want to buy Debartia coffee, buymecoffee.com slash cereal box pod. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. But you're you're in a much better mood this morning than you were last week or the two weeks ago. Mm-mm, it's fake. I try not to be such a crumpy butt. <laughs> but you're wearing polka dot pajamas, and that is where it's at. <laughs> This All right. angle is horrible. I hate this. I'm leaving. Bye. No, you look fine. You look beautiful. All right. This week's guests. Are you ready for this? Yep. Please welcome to the virtual rec room the organizational queen. She is one of my pocket friends, and we'll explain that in a minute. Melissa Stetcher, all the way from Indianapolis, Indiana, via the magic of the interwebs. <laughs> How are you, Melissa? I'm on board with D. She said coffee. I'm in. Let's do that. <laughs> Good morning. Woohoo! <laughs> and also joining us, he is a real deal cyborg, and he is a superhero in my book. The one, the only, the amazing Sean Connors. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Now, I introduced you guys as my pocket <laughs> friends, and for those of you who don't know what that means, it, I guess now it's an actual slang term on Urban Dictionary. I had no idea, but I thought our friend Angel Love came up with the term. Uh, pocket friends are friends in your pocket, on your phone, and I met Melissa and Sean on Clubhouse. And if you guys are not on Clubhouse, Debarty, what? You really must be. What is it? it? Is, Clubhouse <laughs> is one of the coolest things. It is what they call social audio. So it's, I don't know how to describe, how would you describe it, Melissa? It's a party on your phone. Yeah, it's Zoom without cameras. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and there are rooms that pop up all day, and you can talk to interesting people and join or just listen and learn. I've turned it into my learning lab, but I've created some great friendships like Melissa and Sean. And Sean was like, I got to be on your show. Yeah! And I like all the sound effects. It's awesome. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. You need those for me. I need those. I need those. <laughs> I'm saying Sean may have to, they're going to stick around. I have a feeling. So, um, so real quick, 30 seconds, Sean, you're first. Tell right. the audience who you are, what you do and how you got wrangled into being on the show at eight o'clock in the morning, central time. Yes. First of all, I am glad to be here, um, with my pocket friends, um, I am Sean Connors. I'm the host of the 757 Renaissance Man podcast and Double Duty. I host the Elvad Talk podcast. And we are all friends that have, I say we have a group of super podcasting friends that we all meet up in the morning. We all plot how we're going to go out for world domination and then we take over the world. All right. I love it. I love it. That's fantastic. And Melissa, 
tell everyone who you are, what you do, and how you got wrangled into being on the show. I love it. Sean, world domination. I love that, babe. So yeah, I'm Melissa. Um, I actually have Hopeful Simplicity is my professional organizing business. And I I guess I got roped into this because I am curvy, nerdy, and tattooed, and John, John was in. So then we just kind of tunneled from there and became fast pocket friends, and here we are. Curvy, nerdy, and tattooed. D. Barty, do I have a type? Yeah, I think you do. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. All right. All right. So we got some uh, comments already this morning from the Curious Idealist. Good morning, Pocket Friend. That's Angel Love. And uh, Pedro says, hello, Pedro. friends. Can't wait for the awesomeness. Uh, a Facebook user says, hello, beautiful people. <coughs> I don't know who that Facebook user is. Tell us in the comments down below. And Phoenix Sisters Cosplay says, good morning, Dee and Johnny. Good morning, Kelly Gettner. Speaking of Phoenix Sisters Cosplay, now is as good a time as any. I got to show off. I got to brag on Kelly Gettner and Crayley. Phoenix Sisters Cosplay. They are our hosts of Back Issue Breakfast Club here on the network. This is the, one of their latest photo shoots. Oh, let me get rid of the, uh, the, the comment in front of it so that you can see the whole comment. So... And let me get rid of the, the ticker for just a minute. So this is their cosplay as Batgirl and Supergirl fighting parademons in Gotham Apocalypse. Is that not epic? That's pretty great. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. It's awesome. I, I, I saw this and I was like, Kelly, you got to send this to me so I can show it on the show. And if you guys aren't watching Back Issue Breakfast Club on Wednesdays, you really must because you will find your new favorite comic and graphic novel. All right. So we've covered kind of the basics, who we are, what we're doing. Why are we called Back of the Cereal Box? Does anyone know? I know. Yes, D. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Tell us. No, too early. Not enough coffee. Your turn. Well, it's because I am of an age when I was a kid. We didn't have iPhones or iPads at the breakfast table on Saturday morning. We were eating cereal and reading the back of the cereal box. And, Sean, what do you got in your bowl this morning? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. We got to do this first. What's in the bowl? So, Sean, show us what's in the bowl. What do you got this morning? After much deliberation at the grocery store i decided that since i am on my you know health kick right now that i wanted to go a little bit both ways and i got something semi-healthy most importantly something that my mom would not buy me when i was a kid cinnamon life i gotta tell you cinnamon life is a really really good choice I love Cinnamon Life. All right, let's go for a little ASMR. Ah! So there's nothing better than the sound of a cereal box being opened in the morning. And there's definitely nothing better than the smell of fresh cereal when you break open that bag. It won't open. 
I know you could store toxic waste in these bags. <laughs> Tell us the truth, Sean. When you opened that bag, there was no better smell on the planet than that. Alright, let's go for the milk and small. Sticking with the healthiness. This is engaging television right now. Sean has Just gone for the milk. Just in case my doctor is looking, low-fat milk. But Sean brought the entire gallon with him. Yes. He's going in for the poor. I already told my kids, it's the summertime. It's cereal for the rest of the week. No hot food. Hey, you be happy. You be proud of me. That's what we had for dinner last night. Even me, I had cereal. Sometimes what? breakfast is the best dinner. Wait, wait! You you missed the most profound news of the week. D. Barty <laughs> ate cereal for dinner. <laughs> what is going on, D. Barty? It's summer. But, but, it's Saturday morning. She had breakfast or cereal for dinner last night. But she completely rejects the theme of the show, and so she does not have cereal this morning. She only has coffee. You should say what's on the back of the coffee cup. Hmm. Hey, look, I'm sad. My Superman, his face got messed up. <laughs> he has a mustache. What child is responsible for that? I think it's a dishwasher. <laughs> He's got a Hitler mustache. I know. <laughs> Might have to peel it off or something. I don't know. All right, Sean. Give us a taste of that cinnamon life crutch or cinnamon life, whatever it is. It's been so many years coming. <laughs> mm. Okay, Quaker. I ate your cereal on camera. I need a check. But here's the important part, Sean. What's on the back of the cereal box? Are there games? Are there stories? Are there cartoons? Yeah, so I'm a little disappointed. <clears throat> because, you know, growing up, we would have the game on the back of the cereal box. Yeah, yeah. You get a free game when you buy any three specially marked boxes of Captain Crunch, Quaker Life, or Quaker Oatmeal Square Cereal. You can so get Battleship, Trouble, or Connect Four. But I have to buy two more boxes of cereal to get that. No, that's a great promotion. And that's what I'm talking about. The back of the cereal box was my portal to games and comics and toys and uh, cartoons and the whole nine yards. And I love that promotion. D do you tear off the box tops and send them in? How do you get those games? Nowadays, Redeem Online. Yeah, nowadays you don't have to send. So that was a whole part of it back in the day, though. Yeah. The whole tearing it off. Yeah. Sending it through the mail, forgetting about it. And then three months later, something shows up. At Four to six weeks. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's like ordering off of Wish. Right. You, know, you totally <laughs> forgot. Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It's even better is when they promise you something giant and it comes up. It's this big. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're just drinking coffee this morning. Is it your pumpkin spice Starbucks blend? Blend. Yep. First day with my new tongue. Always. And Melissa, what's in your bowl? So my bowl, because because we all know that know me, I 
the boxes are already in a container, so you don't get to see the box. But I have Honey Nut Cheerios. She's heart healthy. Well, yeah, that's, so that's a good adult cereal. It was, you know, a free gift in a really big box. And I'm like, sweet, turn out to shop. Honey Nut Cheerios is actually a pretty good choice. Um, and and I did not do Honey Nut Cheerios. I'm out of Magic Spoon cereal. I'm out because we love it so much in the house. I had to order more. I ordered a case and it's not in yet. Um but I went to Kroger and I got Honey Nut Toasted Oats, the, the, the simply organic version of Honey Nut Cheerios, because I can't eat wheat. So Ooh. this has rice flour instead of wheat flour, and there's nothing fun on the back of the bowl. Just a little honeycomb dipper thing. But we're going to try this simply organic cereal for the first time i've got it measured up i've got my cup and a half i got my half cup of milk almond milk by the way i know it is it is i'm listen you I might hate be the almond or milk so much how can you hate almond milk oh i have a weird thing with milk anyway like i like i milk just grosses me out so bad but almond milk it just it's sour and ugh. And I just don't like it. No, it's not sour. It doesn't spoil like regular milk. It tastes exactly the same. Regular milk grosses me out too. It does not taste the same. It is yeah. so much. If I put it in my kids' cereal, my kids like, ew, I don't want all my milk. Like yeah. they know. I'm with you, Dia. It does not she, taste the same. She gets it, it. Exactly the same. And this tastes exactly like Honey Nut Cheerios. It's not my favorite. Something's wrong with your taste buds, John. It's good. No. <laughs> you need to get no, checked not. out, man. No. Mm. There's nothing wrong with my taste buds. Mm-hmm. Listen, that Comment was Comment down one... below. Who likes almond milk? Nobody. I've been forced to drink See, it. look. I Nobody like it with like... my chai tea. Listen, one of the things I was most afraid of when I got COVID back in October was I was terrified I was going to lose my sense of taste and smell. I did. I did not. Thank God. Because, I listen, you could have just killed me right then. If I, I did. I lost it for over a week and lost 10 pounds because I couldn't eat anything. <laughs> I was like, woo, yeah, COVID I had a diet. That, that lost it and they never got it back. It just never came back the same way. I know. I, I know. <laughs> it's a COVID diet. Woo. It took me, like... <laughs> three months to be able to taste ranch dressing. It was weird. It's weird. But everything's back to normal now, so we're good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I did not lose my sense of taste or smell. Angel Love says, I love that Pocket Friends is becoming such a thing. Angel is such a trendsetter. I love it. I love it. Okay! <laughs> Rob Beer says, hey, John. Hey, Rob. Rob just finished the lettering on our comic book that we are working on together, the League of Impossibleists, issue number one. And there's his credit, his name in the credits right there on the cover. It says Rob Beers. He's the letterer. So, Rob, I'm going to check your work today. You better hope it's good. Da, da, da. 
So I have a question. Did yes. you guys know each other before mm -mm. you met John, or did you all like meet at the same time? We did. We met on Clubhouse. Cool. Yeah, I'm telling you, Clubhouse is the bomb diggity. Right, Sean? As long as you stay out of some of those social rooms. Mm-hmm. Those are a chaotic like, dumpster fire. Yeah, it's like anything messy, they have a room for it. Like, if you got rooms for, you know, if you got 12 baby daddies, and we we'll talk about it. <laughs> There's a room for here. it. Yeah. I, I don't do those rooms. I don't do the political rooms. I, I try to do rooms that, you know, give me some kind of benefit that I can learn from. All right. Kelly Gettner says, I'm making biscuits and gravy and drinking a marshmallow chai latte this morning. I would Somebody try that. must be in the South. No, she's in Wisconsin. What? She's in Milwaukee. You're just outside of Milwaukee. What? what? I'm proud. And she also says sweetened almond milk is better than unsweetened. I, oh, oh, yes. Uh, the, the, the vanilla sweetened almond milk tastes like a milkshake. But it's more calories. This has 45 calories. I'm a John, calorie counter, Melissa. For you in this show, I decided to take the sacrifice and forget about calories this morning. Mm. That, that was what I did for you, John. So re we started the show when I was recovering from COVID. I lost 45 pounds when I had COVID because I had no appetite. We started eating cereal on Saturday mornings and I gained 40 of it back. <laughs> so... So I started LT360 to take it back off. By the way, I'm down 23 pounds in in, in a month. So there it is. <laughs> All right, what's up next? I think we're having way too much fun this morning. Right? I hope the rest of our audience is having as much fun as we are. <laughs> I can never tell, but. <laughs> It's time for my favorite segment and our audience's favorite segment. It's time for New Loot. This is the part of the show where we share cool things we found this week or got this week or just heard. Uh-oh. Debertine's <laughs> yelling at somebody. Bring her in here. The office. I'm going to show you my new loot. <laughs> hey, Debertine. Did, did you a know child, a grown child? <laughs> did you know that we were doing a show this morning? Look. <gasps> oh. oh my <clears throat> Sean, He's you gotta do it. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh, oh, oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. That dog is adorable. What kind of dog is he? She is a boxer whippet mix. Oh, <gasps> Oh, what a it. great mix. Whip it She's real so good. Sweet. Into shape. <laughs> You're not going to believe where we got her. Where? We found her on the side of the road. Somebody Are dumped you her. Are you her three Aww. Yeah. I love that dog. What's her name? Maple. Maple. 
We found her on Tuesday. Sorry, I just saw Abby was up. She took her outside. So <laughs> it's perfect that's, timing. That that's a fantastic treat. <laughs> <laughs> I love dogs that have their own theme music. I think we should let that play for background music. Well, we might get dinged for copyright, so let's not. Um, (laughs) The haters of the internet. I know, I know, I know. YouTube just... Oh, my God. Never I did not drink coffee this morning. It's good. I'm going to spew it everywhere. <laughs> All right. So, D got a dog. Well, you can't see it in the background, but we got a hamster <laughs> named Tulip. And she, oh, she's so adorable. It's the cutest little thing. But my dog hates her, he wants to eat her. So I don't think Tulip, Tulip, we're fostering Tulip. I would love to keep Tulip, but I don't think we're going to be able to. Because Handsome Jacks is going to gobble her up. You know what? So we have a hedgehog, and this dog discovered the hedgehog last night. Uh-oh. She was up barking because we have her in a, in a, the hedgehog cage has the bars where you can actually see him in there. Mm-hmm. And she was, she's looking at him just barking, going crazy. It's pretty funny. Please tell but she's me. She's only 11 weeks name. old. She's going to be huge. Please tell me. The we hedgehog, took her to the vet and everything. Sonic. Did you name the hedgehog Sonic? Please. Please. No, that's too generic. No, you Sonic? Need Apollo. Apollo? Okay, that's okay. I, I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> if it can be Sonic the Hedgehog, Apollo the Hedgehog will do. <laughs> That's pretty cool. All right. So, Melissa, Sean, you guys got any new loot, anything cool that you want to share? Melissa, did you get a new coffee cup, new organizers, a new tub? Ooh. I've, I've got nothing new as of yet. The only thing I got this week was cake mix and a whole bunch of frosting stuff. So, Sean got a new mic. What kind of mic is that, Sean? Sure, MV7. Yeah, the one that uh, is that the one that our pocket friends recommend all the time. One of them, yes, yes. And yeah. I couldn't afford the SM7B, so here we go. <laughs> so if Brandon or Tanner are watching, I use a Yeti. Oh my God! <laughs> See, DBRT, this is an inside joke among podcasters. The Yeti from Blue Microphones is like. I don't know. They make fun of it. But Blue Microphone gave this to me. Okay. So I got to use it, right? Yeah, I'd use it. Right? You can't beat free 99. Yeah, that's right. Well, it it retails for $2.99. Not $2.99. Two hundred ninety-nine cents. Two hundred ninety-nine dollars. Okay, here's what I got this week. I'm so excited. You guys ready for this? 
This is the Mego Ultraman action figure. Boom. It's Amigo. Do you guys it's know how, how how epic this is? Look at look at that. Look at that. It's awesome. I, I'm so happy. I'm not and I'm not like the biggest Ultraman fan, but when I saw that, I was like, I gotta have it. There's I just <laughs> Melissa, you would you would be horrified by my office. Because I have so much stuff. Yeah, now, it's it's organized. It's displayed well, but there's a lot of it. As long as it's organized and pretty. I mean, right now I'm looking at two, three, four, five, six, seven shelves of Harry Potter Funko Pops. So, you know. Harry Potter Funko Pops. Yes. So do you have them all? All that are available to get that don't live in San Diego and get to the Comic-Con. <laughs> you say that as if it's a problem. It's not a problem for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. We got a brand new segment, you guys. This is exciting. We have a brand new segment this week in geek history so this week in geek history is pretty substantial because you guys I ready thought to that said greek history and i was like no <laughs> i didn't I study <laughs> dbrt i could talk greek history no. greek mythology live it but, on right you guys ready to feel really old Really, really old. 15 Sorry. years ago this week, Willy Wonka and oh. the Chocolate Factory How made long its ago? theatrical date 50 years ago. 50, wow. Yep, yep. Ooh. Melissa, your hands are, your, your face is in your hands. Can you believe it? 50 years ago. Hmm. I'm uncomfortable feeling my age some days. <laughs> Well, this this might even hurt more. Also this week, 40 years ago, Stripes oh, that's debuted. Such a good one. That's the fact. That's the fact. Jack. That's the fact. Jack. Bart, have you ever seen Stripes? Oh. Oh. It's a good one. So me and John were talking before the show. And so what did you say, 40 years ago? Yeah, 40 years ago this week. That's when cable TV was new in my neighborhood. And you had like 10 channels maybe. And HBO was one of them. And HBO used to play the same movie over and over and over again. So it really hasn't changed. But because Stripes was R-rated, they wouldn't start playing that till after 8, 9 o'clock at night. And I used to have to sneak and watch Stripes. That is in, I think the 80s had some of the greatest movies ever. It, it did. They did. And we put out a Facebook poll to our Facebook community group on the back of the cereal box virtual rec room 
asking people what they thought the best movie of the 1980s was. Debarty, if you had to pick a movie from the 1980s as the best, what would you pick? Okay, first of all, you know I don't like watching movies that are older. But Second of all, in the 80s, I was a baby. So I didn't really watch a whole lot. Like Back uh, to the Future, maybe? That's like okay. the only one I can think of. Hey, that's a great that's a great choice. Back to the Future, 1985. Fantastic choice. Melissa, what what I know you voted in the poll. What was your top pick? I'm stuck that D just called us old. Sorry, I, I didn't call you old. You're, it's an older movies, and she's like, I don't like watching older movies, and she's not into movies. Period. Look, I have five kids, y'all. Five kids. I don't know how y'all think I can watch anything. <laughs> you you make time to do it. You say, you say you say you sit your butt down <laughs> and you watch this Gremlin movie, and there will be a report on it. You know what? I have tried that, and they all got scared and left. All but one. Oh, watching Gremlins? Gremlins is a horrifying movie. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. It didn't bother me. (laughs) Because you have five kids. Great way. (laughs) They all act like that. That, that, They do. Sean, everyday life. (laughs) What's your number one favorite movie of the 80s? I refuse to pick up one. I refuse. Is Beetlejuice in the 80s? That's my favorite. Okay. It was just one. Okay, because the eighties is also one. the age of the greatest sequels. Sequels were great in the eighties. Like all yes. the Back to the Futures was great. Yep. You know, all of well, the first two, maybe I might even say the third Gremlins. All the Gremlins were great. So I, I, I can't pick a I can't pick a favorite. I like um, we said Back to the Future. We said Gremlins. Um, the old Superman movies, even though they were corny, I liked them because that's all we had. Um, man, it's, it's, you can't leave out Star Wars. I mean, you know, technically that's the 70s, but the 80s. Well, no, Empire Strikes Back came out in 1980 uh, or 81. So here, here, no, it was 1980. <laughs> so here, according to our Facebook fans, are the top five movies of the 80s in order. Number four. Number five was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark was number five. Okay. Number four, I'm going backwards again. What are you doing? Five, four, (laughs) five is is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Number four was Lost Boys. That's a good one. I'm in complete agreement. Yeah. Uh, Number three was Back to the Future. So there you go, D. Number two was Empire Strikes Back. And the number one movie of the 1980s, as voted on by our Facebook community at the back of the cereal box virtual rec room, was also Angel Love's pick. The Breakfast Club. I was Gary say it had Go to be there. Go forget about me. <laughs> Wait, where uh, did Princess uh, Bride uh, fall? Uh, right. It didn't even make the top twenty on the poll. I'm out. Inconceivable. Thank Inconceivable. You. <laughs> Thank you. 
You use that word a lot. I do not think it means what you think it means. Oh, yeah, Princess Bride is... So I have this slate of movies that are what I call my sick movies that I always watch when I'm sick because they make me feel better. And and uh, Princess Bride is on it and uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And, and neither one of those even ranked on our Facebook poll. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. Have you guys ever seen the movie Heathers? Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what yeah. a great movie. So that's yeah, another so great one. I'm gonna give you some of my um uh, another one I used to love that I don't like to admit that I love Clueless. Okay. It is so fetch. <laughs> oh my god. It is fetch. But fetch comes but from the 80s, Mean Girls. You had to watch what was available, and Clueless was available. I like the craft. Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, that was fun. I thought they redid that. I'm scared to watch. They did. It. They did. But why? Another thing, another thing I loved in the '80s, though, wasn't really from the '80s. It was the '70s TV's reruns. What What was your favorite? I, it's a tie. I'm gonna have to say. Um, let's see. I used to like JJ. Dynamite. I couldn't. I had to have JJ. And, and the rest um, of my family just shot up in bed. <laughs> and Sanford and Son. Listen, did did you know that Red Fox was a mentor of mine? Wow. When I was studying comedy. Back in the 80s and trying to be a stand-up comic, I got to sit at the feet of Red Fox. And he gave me two great pieces of advice that I use to this day. And, and this will explain a lot to you, DBRT, why I'm so loud all the time. He told me, kid, play to the cheap seats. Do your act as if the person in the back row is as important as the person in the front row. Or as if your 90-year-old grandmother with hearing aids that don't work is sitting in the back row and needs to hear you. Um, yeah! And, uh, and he also told me, you're nothing in this business until someone's trying to tear you down. True. So if, not, that's the, if that's the fact... You're not doing your job if you don't have any, um, if you don't have any ha haters. Well, I must be doing my job like a boss because I got a lot of haters... Wait, I don't like that sound effect for that comment. Well, I'm extremely loud, and this is my personality. I know. As far that's as haters, I don't. I think I might have one or two, but that's about it. So, so when D. Barty and I were doing uh, board game reviews live in the studio, my haters come from you, though. So. We we were both so loud. You know, we had lapel mics, but we had to wear the lapel mics down like around our <laughs> belly button because they were so hot otherwise. All right, Curious Idealists. Angel Love says, my other considerations were Princess Bride, Goonies. Yes. Goonies. Goonies was number five until Raiders of the Lost Ark knocked it off by one vote. Ferris Bueller, yes. That's on my sick list. Spaceballs, Say Anything. Oh, my gosh. What a great movie, Say Anything. Yes. Dirty Dancing and When Harry Met Sally. D. Barty. Angel and I are so friends. 
<laughs> I love it. Oh. DBRT, are, are any of those on your list? Do you love Say Anything, Dirty Dancing, any of those? Have you seen any of those? <laughs> I, I gonna, that was coming. Am I going to have to go I've seen one of my... those movies, and I've seen a part of another one. What? Wh Which I'm one? Have... I don't want to say. <laughs> Which one have you seen? Dirty Dancing. Okay. okay. That's, That's respectable. Have, yeah. yeah. I what was the part of the other the time of uh, my Princess life? Bride. So I've and only seen part of it, and here's why. Because every time I went to do a monologue, for some reason, they always gave me a monologue from Princess Bride. And I didn't want to watch it because I didn't want to have it in my head. I wanted to come up with it on my own. So I've never seen all of it. We are changing that. Like <laughs> next weekend, I'm coming over and I'm bringing the Princess Bride. And well, you better bring something for the kids because they loud and I can't hear squat. They're I gonna watch the it. Princess Bride. What? Yeah, my son loves it. Do it, do it, do it. I don't think you understand. I have a six-year-old and a four-year-old. They don't watch TV. They, I mean, we just don't. We go out and do stuff all well, the no, time. That's good. That's that's good. That that's fantastic. But. There's a cultural education that needs to happen as well. And the Princess Bride is a part of a well-rounded cultural education. See, Melissa is nodding her head yes. She can't argue with that. Can't. I can't. Because, so Princess Bride, along with a few other movies from our, you know, younger than my current days, really puts perspective into, I thought I was going to die in quicksand, right? Like, I thought it was a big thing. No. No, it's not a thing. It's not. Nope. <laughs> not a, I, mean, like, I mean, you've got Princess Bride. You've got the never-ending story. Like, now I've seen that. I'm thinking this is how I'm going to go, right? Nope. 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 Sorry. Angel Love says we need to have a back of the cereal box Princess Bride watch party. Yeah, I can agree with this. I can get on board. Pajamas. Would hate me trying to watch a movie. You would hate me. Oh my gosh, you would hate me so much. I am the worst about sitting still for very long. I'm. I'm. I, I don't even know what. To... I want to see my face shining in it by morning. As you wish. Mr. Sound Guy over here. <laughs> That's right. When I was your age, television was called books. I just work for Ficina to pay the bills. It's not a lot of money in revenge. Hey, here's something else you probably don't know about me. I grew up in the country. We didn't have cable. It would be a pity to damage yours. But, hold on, we always had Blockbuster. That's right. Blockbuster was 45 minutes away from me. It was worth it. My parents wouldn't take me. I'm not saying it wasn't. My parents wouldn't take me. But, you know what? Didn't you see E.T.? All bikes in the 80s could fly. That's right. You had a bike. E.T. My son and I do that now where he's like, E.T. about home? And I'm like, oh. Yeah. You guys you... hate me. I've never seen it. What? Okay, you're going to cry when we watch it. 
Yeah, it's just everything. It's so many emotions. It's Wait. action. It's romance. It's comedy. D. D. Barty, have you seen Stranger Things? Oh, nope. then well, yeah, hold okay. On, hold on, hold on. Oh, oh, oh. I've only seen the first season and maybe half of the second. Well, because I was gonna say, if you've seen Stranger Things, you've seen E.T. My kid wants to watch it. I told her we would start watching it this summer, but that hadn't happened either. So. Well, it's. I need to epic. get on it. If you want to understand the '80s, Stranger Things is a love letter to the 1980s. I love it, love it, love it. So, has anybody ever um, put any of their family members in harm's way, reenacting Dirty Dancing? Not a family member, but I'm not saying there have not what? been times in my 20s where I thought I could at the bar. Does that count? Okay, funny story. I actually watched Love Love Actually. You actually loved Watch Actually? <laughs> no. I don't know. I don't know what I just said. Did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? You I actually you watched Love Actually. Is that the name of it? Yes, that is the name of a movie, Love Actually. Okay, so I watched that here recently. And they Wait, did... You don't watch movies. What are you talking I about? I know. It was late at night, and the kids were actually upstairs watching a movie. So I was like, we got to watch a movie. I actually wanted to watch the Friends reunion, but my HBO <laughs> wasn't working. Is that the end of the story that you just watched the movie? No. So I watched it. And that, <laughs> that was like his 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 pickup line, like how he got, you know, the girls into, you know. He would do the, the move from Dirty Dancing. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I um, now, tried that in real life and found out that my forearm strength was a little bit lacking. Yeah. Well, well. You know, 25, 20 years ago and 25 pounds ago, I, I was a professional dancer and we did, I did those lifts all the time. And, um, uh, but I was doing a show one time at the Gibson showcase theater in Nashville, mm -hmm. Tennessee. And my dance partner, I lifted, but she didn't. And so it was like, I was lifting her dead weight and I, it, something went pop in my back. And, and I was off stage for two years because of that. She didn't get hurt, but I got hurt severely. Listen, there was one time in college in show choir, we, we had to do this shoulder lift where the girl, you know, we lift her up and set her on our shoulder. Well, I had this partner who I love to death, but she, she was, she was healthy. And so, I, I, and I missed the shoulder. So I just had to hold her up in the air for like 45 seconds. Johnson. Oh my God. Oh. He said, I just got to. Uh. Yeah. Um, let me just say. That uh, never mind. I'm gonna keep that to myself. <laughs> Andrew Milden says, True. "Yes, hey Drew, how you doing?" He says, "I made it." 
Um, and we're going to have Drew on the show soon. Drew is now an admin of the Back of the Cereal Box Clubhouse group. So we have a group on Clubhouse, and Drew is one of the admins. And um, so uh, we'll be doing events on Clubhouse as well. So this this whole thing is a commercial for Clubhouse. So when you when you introduce Drew, I need you to say... It feels so lovely to be here tonight. What a beautiful art. Give yourselves a round of applause. You're so lovely. Everyone's so lovely. And we're going to start calling Drew. That's your chocolate. Stop and try. I can't hear it. Oh, you need more value? That's your chocolate. I believe the children are future. <laughs> oh, he's good. It feels so good lovely and terrible. To be here what a beautiful art. Give yourselves a round of applause. You're so lovely. Everyone's so lovely. Uh, he's so classically great. Uh, That's another great 80s movie. Yeah, coming to coming America. America. Oh, what about Trading Places? Uh, what about anything movie? Eddie Murphy in the 80s? 48 <laughs> Hours. Yeah, I think in the eight. Oh no! Please don't. Beverly Hills Cop. Look at her face. I know. I know. It's tragic. It's tragic, isn't it? Um, No, Eddie Murphy ruled the eighties. Yeah. The only ones I can think of is uh, Norman. I thought that was hilarious. What? Huh? That's that's two thousands. Norman. I know, but it's still Eddie Murphy. What is what is Norman? Oh, you haven't seen that one? That's no. when he plays Rasputin. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> you got to see that one. I've never I'll seen that one. Link. Yeah, I've seen I need link. to see that. It's Come another on. one where he plays multiple characters. I think I've seen every Eddie Murphy movie ever made, uh, even uh, Pluto Nash and Meet Dave. Um, golly, what horrible. But I've never heard of Norman. I- oh, my gosh. Go watch it. Yeah, Eddie Murphy's the king of the multiple characters. But you know... He originally got that from Richard Pryor. If you go back and find the movie oh. Which Way Is Up, Richard Pryor played like four characters. What a great movie that was, Which Way yeah. Is Up. And and he did such a great job that he got himself cast in Superman 3. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is and totally saved the movie. Totally, because Superman 3 wasn't, wasn't the greatest Superman. He was the only good part for, of the movie. Right, when Richard Pryor was on screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, all right. So, Sean, one of the things we're we're running out of time. Holy cow, we're almost at an hour. Um, this is what happens when best friends get together in the rec room. I want you to tell our audience why you are a cyborg. Okay, I can do that. So, being that I am uh, host of the Elvad Talk podcast, Elvad stands for Left Ventricle Assist Device. So basically, I have a mechanical heart, and I affectionately call myself the Black Tony Stark because I have an arc reactor. I actually have a bag with batteries, this cord that goes under my shirt, into my chest, into my heart, that runs the pump. And funny thing, being a podcaster, I didn't realize that... um, my pump talks to other electronic equipment, hence the new mic, because I have been trying to find a dynamic mic that doesn't pick up the sound of my pump. And if you listen real quick, 
you can hear the sound of my pocket. Because I don't have a pulse or heartbeat anymore. So this is what you get. Oh, wow. Wait a minute. How, how do you not have a pulse? I don't have you a pulse. But there's so my, still blood flowing through your veins. Through a mechanical pump. So it's like any other thing that's a motor is consistent. It's no on off. It's always flowing. Wow. I'm blown away. Oh my God. <laughs> so wait a minute. If you have no pulse, how do they know you're alive? To take my pulse, you have to do a Doppler, and it's similar to an echo when young ladies have a baby and they rub the gel on you. And they, yeah. That's listen, how. listen, that's terrifying to me, Sean. Yeah. I mean, so if I'm somewhere and I'm asleep and somebody takes my pulse. Okay. Yeah, I might get hauled off somewhere. I mean, you could <laughs> be I'm buried alive. alive. Right. Yeah. That would I'm be alive. my fear. That you're Edgar Allan Poe getting buried alive. <laughs> I was you hoping to no wake up, though. Like, hey, you know, I'm not really dead. Hey, I'm just sleeping. I was just asleep. I was just asleep. Good play. <laughs> That's amazing. So like any good superhero, I do have a form of kryptonite. And the only thing that I, that I am, I stay away from is water. Because electricity and water don't mix. How do you shower? I have a special bag that I have to put the batteries in that is watertight and is sealed twice. And the only thing that comes out is the cord. And that's oh. how you shower. Which is a great question because if I would have known the last bath that I took was going to be my last bath, it would have been a little bit hotter, a little bit longer, and we would have had a bottle of Mr. Bubble. Okay. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. So they can put an elect uh, an electric pump in your heart. Mm -hmm. You can you you can have all of this high tech equipment running through you, and yet they still cannot put zip closures <laughs> on the cereal, the cereal box, box bags. Yeah. How old were you when you got this? Uh, forty. It was a couple of days after my 40th birthday. And is it something that has been going on for a long time? Like you've been having issues your whole life or? Well, I was born with a heart murmur and I had my first open heart surgery when I was three. Ah, almost dropped my wow. cereal. Wow. Wow. So that's, that's amazing. And if, if you want to find out more, he just uh, put his, uh, uh, website there, elvadtalk.com. Is that also the name of the podcast? Yes, Elvad Talk. And All right. it's me and other individuals that have this or individuals that have gone through heart transplant or dealing with heart failure. Because a lot of times, like for me, this is a bridge to transplant. So that's hopefully the outcome. I get a transplant and live a couple more years. But I don't know. I kind of like being a cyborg. It's, mm. And it's my way of bringing awareness to, you know, heart failure and organ donation. That's amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm like 
Is anybody else, raise your hand if you're like just totally impressed and blown away. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. And Drew says, he's a robot. Yes, and, sir. And I don't get this comment, Rob. A scene from Monty Python's Search for the Holy Grail came to mind. I'm not dead yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just stepping in. That's my thought. That was epic. Do it again. I'm not dead yet. You know, like when he's bring out your dead. Like that's, I don't know yeah. if that's what Rob meant, but that's what Rob meant in my head. I think so. I think so. <laughs> and Rob says, yes, that's exactly what he meant. <laughs> Look at that, connecting with our audience through the interwebs. It's yes. a miracle. Engagement at its finest. And Curious Idealist says, that's incredible. Yes, it is. That is incredible. Well, guys, we are coming up on the hour. Time for us to say farewell for one more week. And um, so, uh, Melissa, you think you could uh, do this on a regular basis with us? Yes. Sean, you want to come back? You've you've added so much. D, do you think we should have Melissa and Sean back on a regular basis? Yeah. <laughs> no Absolutely. Problem. No problem. And I got to load up on some more of the sounds for the soundboard. We, I think we have just uh, entered into a new era. We, we, sad news. We did lose Lex Voitex as a host. She. Uh, uh, if you got our newsletter this week, she got her dream job in L.A., and uh, so she is leaving us. So what providential timing? Are are we having trouble with the chair, D. Bartese? I'm in pain sitting here. When chairs attack, next on Back of the Serial Wild. <laughs> Do you know what you need in that office? What? You need a Zorby. I do. You need to bring that when we do our pictures, too. Okay. Where's Aubrey? I don't know. I don't know. I asked the Magic 8-Ball if you guys were even going to show up this morning, and it said don't count on it, but then you showed up. So you just turned the Magic 8-Ball into a liar. Half liar. Yeah, partial. Yeah. You know what? Okay, so here's something funny. It's totally off subject. But I see Sean and how he's he's got the brick behind him and I thought, okay, I'm a dodo. I'm a photographer and I've got a million backdrops and I could easily do that instead of all of this and I haven't done it yet. D Marti. We did how many years did we do in the studio together creating backdrops just for our shows? And what have I been saying to you for the last three weeks? We hey. need to get Dia backdrop. <laughs> You've got backdrops. I do. What are we doing? This is what Sleeping. happens when your studio is also your living room. I love it. Well, it's also my job. So, like, <laughs> if I'm not working, I don't want to look at it. <laughs> like, don't ask me to bring my camera to an event because I ain't going to do it. <laughs> All I right, that pop at the end. <laughs> we got to talk about some upcoming events. Uh, next weekend, Imaginarium 2021 at the uh, uh, Louisville Hilton, July 9th through the 11th. Enter the Imaginarium.com. I will be there as an author and artist guest. 
I will be there um, promoting Night Reich, my new book, Tales of the Decoverse, Volume 1. But I will also be leading several panels and workshop discussions. So if you are in Louisville or within the 500-mile range, come to Imaginarium, Lisa or Melissa. Come That's to Imaginarium. Louisville, you're only an hour and a half away. Yeah, I know. I would love it if Debartee came up there with me, but it's a big commitment. Three days, she ain't going to do it. Are you, D? Oh, no way. I'm not doing that. We're going out for my daughter's 21st birthday on that Friday. I'll be dead all weekend because I'm old and can't drink anymore. Oh. She's turning 21. Like, Mom, come out with me. And I'm like, meh. Listen, there's there's nothing I, I don't know if there's an, anything cooler or more pathetic than watching two parents going out with their 21-year-old child <laughs> and watching them get hammered. Oh, that'll be me. Hey, I'm her best friend. She she wanted me to go. That's I'm fine. sweet. Just you don't don't do coyote ugly and get on top of the bar. Coyote Ugly in Nashville got destroyed oh. by the bombing Christmas Day. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, then after Imaginarium, D, I'm counting on you. Superman celebration, August 30th through, or July 30th through August 1st in Metropolis, Illinois. We are official guests for Superman celebration. As well, we've got an artist table, an author table, and uh, we'll be podcasting live from both the Imaginarium and Superman Celebration. And uh, I don't have a uh, graphic for it yet, but coming up in September, September 24th and 25th, we will be hosting the main stage at Huntsville Comic Con at the Low Mill Arts and Entertainment Center. Uh, uh, complex. I'll be hosting uh, all of the celebrity Q&A panels. We'll be podcasting live from there and have an artist booth and uh, it'll be epic. So you guys come out see Back of the Cereal Box at a live event and uh, Sean, Melissa, wherever we are, you guys have a big invitation to join us. Drew Milden says, love you guys. Drew! And Rob Beer says, Alabama isn't that long of a drive. No, it's not. It's an hour and a half from here. So I don't know about you guys, great. but that's one of the things I'm so excited about. I miss. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know she's talking to me at the door. <laughs> oh, DVRT. I don't the know about you guys. crazy. Was that the dog? It's the kid. Oh, I miss. Comic Con so much, and I had just got a new outfit for Comic Con when COVID started. So I am so excited for Comic Con to come back to Virginia, Hampton Comic Con. I'm here for it. I can't wait. Well, you guys will never you'll never guess what my who I'm going to be. Are you going to be Cyborg? No. Oh. That was that would be a little bit too on the nose, right? From the from a nineties movie, and he's a southern gentleman, and that's the only two hints I give you. A nineties movie, southern gentleman. 
I'll give you one more hint because you guys are in the room with us in the morning. And just like me, he loves his mom. I'm going to be really pissed that I can't guess it, but I'll be like, Dah! Are you going as Forrest Gump? I am the black oh. Forrest Gump. I have the hat, I have the shirt, I have the khakis. And How did you get that? I have the Nike um, Cortezes that he wore in the movie. Shut up. Yes. You know who I'm going as? John Pica. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I will almost be willing to pay to see that. Well, so, Got so it. right right now, I'm just Peter doing is going to get you <laughs> right now. I'm just doing the uh, Suicide Squad Harley Quinn, but I'm working on the Birds of Prey Harley Quinn with the fringe jacket and all that. Are mm. you going to have a shoe change? Like possibly. Okay. I could, I could hang the roller skates over my shoulder. And you know how our fans can make sure that that happens? <gasps> how, you can drop John? a tip in our digital tip jar at buymeacoffee.com slash cereal box pod. It's right there. If uh, everyone watching today goes and drops five bucks in our tip jar, the Birds of Prey Harley Quinn will happen. I want to see you roller skate like through a con. Just be like, <laughs> no, you don't. Yes, yes, I do. And I no. want to like walk by you as you're on the floor. Be like, I know you. And then, <laughs> then I'll just keep on <laughs> whacking haters with the bat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, it's time to go. <laughs> hey. Sean, Melissa, you guys have been a blast this morning. Uh, we love you guys, and uh, I do. I real, I'm serious. I want you guys to be regulars. So we'll continue talking about that and um, take the show to a whole nother level. And um, yeah. D Barty, telling you... to bump up the time, no, so that no. I look better and I'm not so cranky. No, you look fantastic. Mm -mm. I love you, D Barty. Wow. I love you, Johnny. And uh, listen, DBRT and I have been broadcast partners for over 10 years. No, right at 10 years. And uh, I, I couldn't do it with anybody else. She, I, I couldn't do it without her. It's uh, pretty amazing. The, uh, the ups and downs we've had, the roads we've traveled. Uh, you only like it because I'm like this much shorter than you. She is tall. She is a tall <laughs> drink of water. He said he only likes it because every time we get on camera together, he doesn't have to adjust the camera because I'm like right there with him. Because you're what? How tall are you? 6'2". Six 6'2". Two. Six two. <laughs> Melissa, so. Melissa has a look of shame on her face. I've got like five inch heels, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we got to take off. Uh, check out everyone. My website, johnpica.com. Check out Sean at lvadtalk.com. Melissa, where can they find you? Hopeful Simplicity. Hopeful Simplicity. Yep. 
And of course, Debartee on Instagram at Debartee Photo. She's a brilliant photographer. You need to hire her and uh, help feed her five kids and now two dogs and, dog. yeah, and a hedgehog. Hey, John, don't forget 757renaissanceman.com. We're dual wheeling podcasts. Very, very awesome. I can't wait to uh, hear your next episode. And uh, with that, guys and gals, friends and foes, uh, oh, wait. If someone you've known for, if you've known her for over 10 years and she still hasn't seen The Princess Bride, that's on you. All right, Angel. Oh, <laughs> She's not yeah, you apologize. <laughs> I'm reconsidering. I'm John, reconsidering. You do have a certain responsibility as a friend to mm-hmm. correct that. Yeah, I'm. I'm reconsidering this pocket friends thing. Um. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, guys, it's been a blast. I hope you guys watching have loved it. If you do, uh, make sure you share this, like it, continue to comment, whatever platform you're watching it on. If it's on Facebook, like the page you're watching it on. If it's on YouTube, subscribe, comment. Tell two, three hundred of your closest friends and family to come share the fun. And until the next time, love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the flip side. Bye.